Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here to talk a little Saints football with us from the Times-Picayune sports columnist Rod Walker joins us on CBS Sports Radio. How are you tonight, Rod? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. My pleasure. Thank you. A very in-depth question to get this thing going. What the hell happened last week? <laughs> uh, well, I know the people in New Orleans are still scratching their heads and wondering the same thing and, you know, really looking forward to trying to see on uh, Sunday against Tampa Bay if, if last week was just a rare off day for this team or if that was – um, who they are right now, uh, they just they just really struggle. I mean, they didn't do much of anything right. The offense struggled, which is, you know, uh, it's sort of uncharacteristic. I mean, I went back and dug up some numbers the last time that this team had gone. Uh, it was the first time that Drew Brees had ever gone, had ever played a game in the Superdome without scoring a touchdown as a starting quarterback. So I'm going to tell you how rare it is for what happened last week. And, uh but then when you look at this whole season, I mean, that's the third game of the season that they didn't score. And they didn't score a touchdown against um, the Rams as far as the offense. They didn't score a touchdown against uh, the Cowboys. And they happened to win that game. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you're kind of wondering if this offense is, if people have caught up to it or what. So I think um, that the game against Tampa Bay on Sunday will show us a little something, I guess. All right. So then we'll get back to the offense. I'll shoot over to the defense because you made a good point. They've actually had three games where they didn't score a touchdown. They won those other two because their defense may have come into the season underrated. Then they showed as well as they did, and I thought they were getting their props. And then last week, they let the Falcons offense, which has not been good all year. We know they've got some talented players, but it just hasn't worked for them. All of a sudden, their offense was clicking on all cylinders against that Saint defense. No, they have some injuries, but... Uh, is that the only thing you can hang your hat on for the less than stellar effort against the Falcons defensively from the Saints? Yeah, I mean, you look at the Falcons, that first drive, the Falcons came out and they ran the ball really well, which is something that most teams have really struggled with, running the ball against the Saints. And um, it, it ended up evening out over the game. I mean, the Saints defense got better as far as stopping the run. But that first drive, I mean, Atlanta was getting yards in chunks. And that, like I said, just doesn't happen. And, so they struggled there, and, uh, you know, they lost Marshawn Lattimore in the game. He got hurt, and it didn't really hurt them too bad. I mean, they they, they sort of su- survived that. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's just one of those games, man, that, you know, you have one of those games every now and then, and, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, maybe that was there. So, No, it's not often that a cornerback is your key defensive player, but I think that argument could be made for a guy like Marshawn Lattimore for the Saints, and he is out this week. What is the domino effect when he's not in there for New Orleans? I think it's a huge blow for this team, especially going against Tampa Bay. I mean, a team with two really, really good receivers, two of the top four receivers in the league as far as statistics this year. And uh, so, I mean, with Marshawn out, P.J. Williams, you know, who's usually your, you know, kind of your nickel guy, he's going to slide out and play the outside. And um, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's a rookie, who's, you know, he's played a lot in the nickel anyway, so he'll be that. He'll be that other cornerback. But I think this is going to be a really tough test for uh, the Saints. I mean, just going against those two receivers with a 
depleted secondary. I mean, Marshawn is – I mean, you can make an argument for him or Demario Davis or Cam Jordan is, you know, the most valuable guys in the defense. But I think as far as missing a guy in a game, especially a game like this one against Tampa Bay, I think, I mean, just being without Marshawn is going to be huge for his team. And, I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to overcome it, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, Tampa's offense, as you mentioned, is – uh, capable of the big plays because they have talented wide receivers, but they also have a quarterback who's been known to turn it over from time to time and make a great play. Then he'll make a uh, major mistake and give the other team a short field with a bad turnover. Are the Saints up to pressuring um, Jameis Winston and getting him to cough up the football? I think they are. I mean, you look at the last time you know they played this, these two teams. You know, they played already this season, and the Saints were able to get to Jameis, and that's. That was a game that the defense really dominated. I mean, they got to him five or six times in that game. and um, So I think that's going to be key. I mean, because if, if he has time, I mean, he's, uh, he could possibly, you know, have his way with that secondary. Well, maybe not have his way with him. I think he could be successful against the secondary. So I think getting that pressure up front um, is going to be key for the Saints. And that's something they've done fairly well. So, uh, you know, I think that bodes well for them. Rod Walker, the Times picking you and our guest here on CBS Sports Radio, talking Saints. All right, back over to the offense. Um, lose Drew Brees early in the season, out for a while. Teddy Bridgewater does the job. Lost that Ram game that uh, Drew got hurt in. But then afterwards, Teddy reels off victory after victory after victory um, in somewhat Breeze-like fashion, completing a high percentage of his passes, not necessarily major down-the-field type plays, but just methodically picking teams apart uh, via the air. Breeze comes back. He's back to being Drew Breeze, completing 74% of his passes. But the big play just doesn't seem to be there yet for Breeze. Is he still dealing with the hand issue? Is he? Uh, are we seeing fi- signs of father time? Am I overestimating what Breeze hasn't done this year? Because certain of his stats and categories are as good as they usually are, which is Pro Bowl, uh, All MVP type levels, but others aren't. Where is Drew Breeze at right now? Well, I think we don't really know because I mean he played really, really well against. Uh... Cardinals in his first game back from the injury. I mean, he was superb in that game. I mean, he looked like, you know, Drew Brees from 2009. I mean, he was just spectacular in that game. And then last week, he just wasn't. And, you know, they had a lot of issues last week. I mean, you look at the offensive line, all the penalties they had. Um, and just Pete got hurt, and he'll be out tomorrow. Um, Toronto Armstead was battling the flu last week. And so, they, I mean, they, they sacked. This is a, that was a Falcons team that came to the game with six sacks and ended up with when well, he came to the game with seven sacks or whatever it was and it finished with just six in that one game alone. I mean, they were just they were in Breeze's face all afternoon and um, you know, all that just factored into him having a really bad well not a bad game, but just an off game and it, it was just like pretty much nothing went right for that team other than Michael Thomas who's, you know, been Mr. Consistent for the Saints. But uh, it was just a really bad day and um I don't think there was anything other than Michael Thomas, I mean, there's nothing good you can say about that performance last week. Michael. As far as Breeze, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, he seems he, he says he's fine. I don't think that the thumb is bothering him at all. I mean, he didn't seem to have any effects from it to me, but I think it's just some, some issue with the line up front, and, and I think that was like the main thing. If you look at the Saints offense the last several years, it's been Drew Breeze, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Three big-time players with the capability of making those big-time, game-breaking type plays. If you tell me Breeze 
is getting back to and will be back to what Drew, Drew Brees usually is. Thomas is having a Pro Bowl. Yes, I deserve to be the highest paid wide receiver type uh, season. Alvin Kamara hasn't had a breakout yet. And I know he's had injury issues and he's missed a couple of games. But when he's played, he hasn't been that game-breaking type player that he has been. Again, are we going to chalk it up to he's not 100% and the injuries have caused him to lose some of his game-breaking abilities? Or is it something more than that? Uh, I think, I mean, you look back at the Seattle game, Alvin was was spectacular in that game. Uh, but then you know he did have the injury. I think he, I think that has definitely slowed him down a little bit. And I think the Saints' offense. I don't know if they, because you look at those those games when Breeze wasn't playing. I mean they, um, they they gave Latavius Murray the ball and he ran it a lot and he was able to. They were able to generate some stuff on the ground and they haven't really been, you know, focusing on the run as much it seems like. And I think it just kind of gets that offense out of sync a little bit. So I think if they can establish the run and, you know, try to get work Kamara and, and Latavius in the game early. I think things sort of open up for that offense. But when they don't, I think it sort of hinders them a little bit. Fair enough. There are no soft, soft touches left on the uh, schedule for the Saints. At Tampa tomorrow, uh, not a rollover victory for the reasons we've already mentioned. You've got Carolina left twice. Uh, they are your closest competitor within the division uh, a rematch against Atlanta, but you got to go down to their house. The 49ers left on the sked and a couple of AFC teams, Indianapolis and Tennessee. Do you think Coach Payton prefers it this way? Let's earn our way in. If we're good enough, if we think we're Super Bowl contenders, and surely they should have believed that when they were 7-1 and one through the first eight games, well, let's make these next eight that much more competitive because that way we know what we're facing once we get to the postseason. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, you, you have these division games on the back end of the schedule. And I think, and Sean even talked about that, you know, earlier in the season. I mean, I think he sort of likes it, you know, all these division games are pretty much just stacked up here together. And, you know, you don't have to scout as much. I mean, you're so familiar with these teams. So it's just going to be a matter of going out there and, and, and doing what you're supposed to do. And the Saints know that, I mean, you look at this, this time a week ago, the Saints basically controlled their own destiny in the NFC. All they had to do was win out because they were playing the 49ers. And they would have been the number one seed. Now all of a sudden, after they lost, after that, after they laid the egg last Sunday, I mean they're they've fallen down to three because you know Green Bay has, has they have the tiebreaker because they have a better um, NFC record. You know, obviously the Forty Nineers only have the one loss, so the Saints are you know they're in the third spot right now. So I mean they know how important these games are, and now they're gonna have to go out and try to earn that number one seed again. I mean they're gonna need some help now, and you know it's gonna be tough. And you know Super Bowl may not the past the Super Bowl may not come through the Superdome if they don't take care of business the rest of the way. Right. They get to uh, prove that last week was just a uh, uh, stumbling, not a falling with their loss at Atlanta. It starts again at 1 o'clock tomorrow versus uh, Tampa. Rod, good stuff. Appreciate you coming on, sharing a little Saints insight. We will talk to you again down the line. All right, thanks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.